HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by greatbrewers.com, a social media marketing platform dedicated to promoting the world's great brewers and the beers they create. For more information, visit greatbrewers.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hey, 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 welcome to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. It's June 18th, 2013. I'm Jimmy Corboni from Jimmy's Number 43 and the Good Beer Seal. Hey, we had a great weekend in New York. Uh, Savor the Flavor, Savor Craft Beer, the great uh, beer and food pairing event was here. And uh, I led a seminar about the collaboration beer. And I, I got to sit with Phil Leinhart from Omegang, uh, Rich Michaels from uh, FX Matt, and Garrett Oliver uh, from Brooklyn Brewery. And uh, our buddies... Uh, Squigs and Jimmy from the Happy Hour guys are in the studio. And we they brought are. Us a uh, bottle of that. All right. Welcome on and thanks to our sponsors, greatbrewers.com. We really appreciate your support. And uh, go there and learn more about beer and where to buy it and everything else. We also have uh, BR uh, Roya from Shelton Brothers. She's going to talk a little bit about the festival this weekend in Portland, Maine, and about uh, the brewery Mars from Bamberg. And a special guest we'll, we'll introduce a little later from Brazil, a Brazilian home, home brewer. What's your name, buddy? Hi, Pedro. Pedro from Brazil. So we got a full studio tonight, and Bill Herlico from White Birch in New Hampshire is going to call in. So, cool. Jimmy, Jimmy from the Happy Hour guys, what have you guys been doing? I haven't seen you in, since like last year. Hey man, we've been super busy. First of all, thanks for having us back on the show. We're really happy to be here. Um, we've been crazy busy. Uh, lots of good things going on. We've been shooting a lot of episodes. We just crested the 250, 250, 250 video episodes this year uh, over the over the life of the show, and we got this big thing coming up. We're going to do a craft beer tour. Uh, for Bagger Dave's, which is uh, a restaurant chain that's owned by Buffalo Wild Wings. You ever heard of those guys, Buffalo Wild Wings? They're a little, I but I'm <laughs> trying a little place. But what's, they, what state are these guys in? Uh, well, these guys are based in Michigan and Indiana, and they've asked us to come out and do 10 events that are sort of connected to their stores, and we're going to be hitting 10 breweries in, along the way in Michigan. And as you know, Michigan's a huge state for beer, so we're going to be hitting Atwater Brewing, Shorts, Arbor Brewing, New Holland, Brewery Vivant, Bell's, Arcadia, Dark Horse, and then down in Indiana, we're going to hit Sun King and Upland, and we're going to be shooting episodes at every single one of those places. Wow, so. well, cheers to you guys. Let's, let's thanks, cheers man. to the Savor beer. Yes. And thanks to everybody. And Squigs, you're in the house. Uh, 
Howdy. You know, you're a happy hour guy, and you've, you're a Broadway uh, illustrator? That I am, yeah. And you, you actually branched out. You made the label for the uh, a beer recently. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I worked with the guys at, at Barrier Brewing <clears throat> on their uh, Zythosaurus, a limited release bottle from the, uh, the available at the brewery and a few other places around town. Um, but yeah, we uh, called Zythosaurus, so we created a big uh, Greek dinosaur throwing a lightning bolt and wearing a toga. Um, and then also I did their um, Morticia, their Imperial Stout. Aged with uh, maple syrup, and uh, we made a, a tall, live uh, Morticia hanging out in a in a graveyard. So, so yeah, <laughs> Rock on, man. Hey, man. Oh, before we go, I just wanted to say one thing about the tour. Uh, if people are interested in Michigan and Indiana, we're going to be doing events and giveaways all the way along. Uh, tickets for beer festivals, all kind of stuff. It's BaggerDavesBeerTour.com. Why don't you call 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 in from some of those events? Sure, we'd love. We to. could do the giveaways on there. In fact, last week. We started doing giveaways. <laughs> Our buddy uh, Matt Schlecht, he won the the T-shirt uh, giveaway, the I Like Beer T-shirt. And it, he's also getting married this week. So, Matt, cheers to you, buddy. Congratulations, yeah. Matt. I know how you feel. Yeah. I just got engaged a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Mr. Ludwig, yeah. going to get hitched. Thank God she likes beer. Whew. Yeah, she does. Yeah. So you, you guys are touring the country. You're, you're checking out beers. I mean, outside of Michigan Indiana, what are some of the other... Uh, Favorite beer beer places you've been to? Wow, uh, that's that's. I mean, the, the list is endless because craft beer is just going so crazy in, in the states right now. I mean, in in New York, we're big fans, obviously. Of actually, Peakskill is one of our new favorites. We love those guys. Right. It's just up the road. Yeah, Squeaks is there a couple times a week. <laughs> he jumps on the not train. that often. <laughs> Once every other week, maybe or okay every week. I get I'll, I'll get tweets or pictures from Squigs, and it'll be just a picture of the Hudson River going by a train, and yep. I'll, I'll text him back on Peakskill. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Peakskill. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying a little uh, Eastern Standard IPA right now yes, in the studio. Very nice. It is. Cheers to uh, Jeff O'Neill. Yeah. And uh, he's going to be at the end of July. We'll, we'll start pitching this one. July 30th, he's going to do a beer dinner at Jamie's number 43 with Jeff, and he's going to come on the show. And it's first time I've, we'll have interviewed him and, since he's opened the new brewery. It's going to be a great show. It's a, it's, sh- it's a shame that guy can't make beer. Oh, man. Really. And it's a gorgeous place. Oh, too. yeah. Really put together a great spot up there. Really lovely. Well, cheers to everybody. And hey, talking about festivals and things, uh, BR Roy is here from Shelton Brothers. So uh, the festival's coming up this weekend in Portland, Maine. Are you guys going? No, I'm going to have to miss this one. I, I went last year when it was uh, where was it last year? It was in Worcester, Mass. Worcester, Mass. That's it was right. fantastic. It, you know, I'll, I'll let BR talk about it, but I'll, and then I'll, <laughs> then I'll weigh in because I had a great, great time. Go ahead, BR. <laughs> yeah, well, we've uh, we're having the festival again. Uh, it's a festival of small brewers, cider makers, and mead makers up in Portland, Maine. Uh, Friday night was one session, and then there's a I believe the daytime session on Saturday is sold out, but there's still tickets for the Saturday night session. And essentially the, the, the prerequisite for attending the festival as a brewery is that the brewer actually has to be there pouring the beer. Well, in Maine, they legally can't pour the beer, but the brewer will be there talking about the beer <laughs> that they've made. Um, and it's really a great way for people to come and just you know interact with the brewers. And the brewers love it as well because they're able to talk with their peers as opposed you know, it's, it's not just people come up saying, to you, what's your lightest beer? What's your strongest beer? What's your favorite <laughs> beer? You know, it's, it's a, and they're sending us a lot of special things for the, for the festival that uh, – either going to be debuting there or one-time-only releases. So who are some of the brewers and, and the breweries that represent that will be there? Because this is like the all-star I think list. we've got about like 70. We're doing it in conjunction with 12% wow. imports, and That's there's about huge. 70 who are going to be there from all around the world. Um, we've got, you know, brought some of the beers from Mars. We're doing the Mars tasting tonight. Unfortunately, Stefan couldn't make it tonight. He, uh, he's, His father is ill right now. But, um, yeah, so we, tomorrow night we've got a guy from Renaissance Brewing in New Zealand. It's their debut at Spike wow. and Divold. He's going to be at the festival. Of course, Jean Valois from Cantillon. Uh, Mickle from Mickler. Uh, we got just his name's really Mickle. 
His name is Mickle. That's where the brewery name comes from. And they're from. all going to be there. Yeah, the and we've beers. got Armand wow. from Dre Fontaine, and I brought the beer so blonde. Yeah, they're all going to be there in Portland. That's awesome. Wow. I do like the beers. Well, for, let's just take a step back. What do you guys think of the Saver collaboration beer? So it was made, it was Brewery Omegang, Brooklyn Brewery, and FX Matt slash Saranac. And it's a, it's a white, wait, wait, what's the style? It is a uh, white lager brewed with honey and spices. I think it's pretty good. I mean, collaboration beers are, uh, you know, they can be interesting. Mm-hmm. I always, I, I don't know, I'm, there are lots of great collaboration beers out there, but I always worry, I always get worried when I hear about a collaboration beer because I think somebody, it, what if somebody dropped the ball in between? You know what I mean? It's like there's a lot more people, a lot more cooks in the kitchen to say that, you know, least. Right, right. So, but I don't know, this is a, this is a very good beer. It's kind of dry on the palate. I like it. Finish is clean. Yeah, it's not overly spiced. You can still you can detect the spices, but it's right. not like hitting you over the head with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoy it. And beer for the, the festival in Maine. Yes. Did you guys do any kind of collaborations? Or your brewers are already doing that. Some, a lot of our brewers are already doing collaborations. One that I can think of off the top of my head um, is the Page Twenty Four from France. Uh, did a, a rhubarb IPA in collaboration with Nugnu from Norway. Shuttle came down to northern France. Uh, to brew, so that's one I can I can just think of offhand, just because I. Did you say rhubarb IPA? Rhubarb IPA. That's, that's, that, that, that flew by me and then came back and slapped like, me in the back of the head. Like, oh, wait a minute, let me go out back and see what's growing in the backyard. Oh, rhubarb! I'm, I'm told it's very refreshing. I have I've yet wow. to have it. I'll, I'll have it, it for the first amazing. time this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love you know, just non-traditional ingredients. Yeah. It's, yep. Yeah. I love that. I love that in craft beer there are no rules. I love that. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm going to say these names because I love them. We got De La Sen, Cantillon, Duranke. I love Duranke. You know, the, the XX Bitter. And oh, we're going to have the Triple the, X Bitter. The Goldenberg Triple. Those are two of my favorite beers. So you're saying they're even. So these are guys are limited t- to begin with, and I can hardly get any of their beers at all. And whenever I do, I love them. So you're saying they even have even more special selections. Yeah, like I said, the, the, X, the Triple X, XXX Bitter that's going to be even hoppier from Deronk is going to be there. Good God. Uh, and then a lot of our Jeez. brewers are actually staying. They've either come earlier or staying later to brew collaborations uh, in the U.S. So that will be a lot of that going on. That in makes a couple sense. months will have releases. So how do you guys coordinate this? I mean, I understand like maybe doing a, f- a festival like Savor in the United States with the Brewers Association, and that's like an annual event. But... This is like you've got people coming from how many different countries, and your beer you already have the beer in, in states, or are they shipping it just for the event? Uh, a lot of it was shipped just for the event. So, it, I mean, we've been getting container loads coming wow. into our warehouse, I think, up Jeez. until about last week or just a few days ago. It's been, uh, thankfully, I mean, our offices are up in Massachusetts, and I don't have to deal with that day today. I just made sure my <laughs> brewers got their beer here and arranged the events here in New York. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big undertaking. We were talking about that earlier. You, you guys are the ones that kind of make the trains run on time. You know what I mean? The fact that a beer shows up for something is what is part of what you do. And the fact that that happens, I mean, people don't even think about it. They just show up and they're like, where's my beer? It's like, well, you know, a lot of people work very hard to get this to you. Oh, yeah. There's many steps along the way. <laughs> Definitely. Wow. Huh. Amazing. Hey, let's, let's pop the beer out. What's the name of the beer, because I just love this beer. This one, um, so Armand de Belder uh, at Dre Fontaine is known uh, for being a lambic blender. You know, that's it's been in the family for, for several generations. Um, but he also enjoys drinking uh, both Franconian-style unfiltered lagers, like the Mars Ungespundent, uh, as well as hoppier ales. Wait, can you say that again? Mars Ungespundent. The it's the un- their unfiltered Keller style I, in, in two beers, I'm not going to be able to say that, so I just want to <laughs> in, repeat In three, it you will. <laughs> 
So yeah, so this is the Biersel Blonde. It's about a seven percent uh, Belgian ale, but uh, generously hopped with the Zotz hops. So you still get the the estery, the fruity estery notes from the yeast, the Belgian yeast he uses. Um, but a nice nice crispness from the hops in the finish. So it's not a cloyingly sweet one. Is this a brewery? Do they have their own brewery, or do they brew he, somewhere else? He did. Uh, then they had some problems with the brewery. There was some flooding, um, and then now they, he, then he was contract brewing or brewing elsewhere. Now he's back to he's got his own brewery again. Wow, that's nice. What about Pedro? What do you think of the beer? Pedro's from yet. Brazil. Yeah. Talk about international festivals and everything. Ooh, he came to town for Saver. Yeah, it was an amazing. Uh, festival in Brazil we actually we're growing a lot from the past five years we didn't have any big festivals but last year we had about four wow. and uh, we were talking about collaboration we received some uh, big shop guys from from US brewing together with some Brazilian brewers so we have a Garrett Oliver a couple of months ago enjoying uh, making a beer together with some guys from Minas Gerais Vals with, uh, it was a season with uh, sugar cane very good beer wow so, I mean, uh, we finally are starting to drink better beer in Brazil. Still hard to produce them because we don't have hops. They don't grow in Brazil, unfortunately, so most of the things we need to import. Hmm. But, I mean, the, the scene is growing up. I've, what heard was, people, I've heard people say that once that Brazil is getting more of a middle class, at some point it's going to be a huge, huge place for craft beer. I would say uh, from, the last, from the last two years, you can feel it in Rio, for instance. We had, I uh, would say, about 10 bars that only serve uh, craft beer and small breweries. Uh, until we, two years ago, we didn't have none. So the guys are starting to put some money. Wow. We heard about uh, some European, uh, like Mikeller, he went to Brazil. He wants, he's planning to buy, uh, to open a bar in Sao Paulo. So, I mean, uh, Stone guys were there also thinking about the same thing. So uh, Brazil, uh, it's increasing well, t- a lot. Tell us about yourself, because you came to New York for the Sabre event. Yeah, I'm a home I brewer. met you Friday at Jimmy's number 43. Yeah. <laughs> I did me here. Thank you. Once again. <laughs> That's your talent pool right there. You're pulling people out of Jimmy's number 43. Yeah, I'm a home brewer myself. I'm starting to start a business there, but it's very expensive. I also teach uh, beer sommelier uh, from uh, Dummies Academy, which is a German uh, institute. And they have a second class in Unreal. I'm one of the teachers teaching people how to drink properly real uh pedro let me ask you um everybody's kind of who's in craft beer has their sort of gateway beer the beer that they tasted the first time that like opened their eyes to craft beer for you as a brazilian was there a particular beer that you drank that you were like Whoa. yeah it wasn't brazilian unfortunately because uh we usually only had a uh, latin american light laggers we don't taste like nothing don't smell like not like nothing the first beer i uh i remember having was a belgian one i was married with a belgian lady so that was my Good introduction on a <laughs> nice uh, board of beer, and it was uh, triple carmelite. Wow! As far as I remember, it was the Did first. Did you get beer. rid of her? Yeah, she got rid of me, but <laughs> anyway, I kept married with the beer, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm growing. Uh, I'm an IPA fan. I love hops, and the American hops are the best. Not because I'm here, but I mean I love the the smell, the taste. So, uh, so do, do you grow them in Brazil? No, they don't grow there at the, all. The it's weather. Too hot. It's not uh, South Brazil. If you try, you can do it, but I mean, it's not uh, economical, of, uh, viable. Hmm. Uh-huh. It's not. Uh, it's cheaper to import, uh, which is a big problem because if you want to do a beer with the hops that don't usually have all over the world, it's hard to keep a pattern. So uh, maybe you have some some batch of fantastic beer, and you want to make it again, then you don't have uh, the same hops, or you need to buy for someone else. So it's uh, those problems we face a lot. Hey, Jimmy, I think you need to open a Jimmy's number 43 in oh, Sao yes, Paulo. Oh, yes, 
If you need apartment, uh, I partner, might, I might never come <laughs> back. <laughs> Why not, right, dude? I yeah, think that would be a great idea. Plane of space. And Jimmy, I think you should be my wingman on every I'm show. I'm all over that. It's the Jimmy and Jimmy show tonight. <laughs> it's Jimmy squared. Just Jimmy Lubin. Look at these guys. We got an international staff. You know what is this? I got guys from America, America, Brazil, and America. That's pretty international. <laughs> <laughs> all international. All right, we got since all 2006 Broadway actors Jimmy Ludwig and Mark Aldrich, and also. Justin Squiggs Richardson. They've been doing Robert, the half hour guys. Yeah. Roberts. That's all good. <laughs> I can be Richardson for a day. His, na- his nickname's Squiggs. I you just call him Squiggs. I, 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 I call, him Squiggs. call him Squiggs. So, yeah. anyways, you've been doing this show, the half hour guys, over 250 episodes. And uh, I'm looking forward to this tour you're doing in Michigan and Indiana for Bagger Dave's Burger Town. And yeah. You guys tweet, will be calling in this summer because we want to hear we, the updates. We and totally everything. will. We totally will. And tweet at Bagger Dave's because they seriously are giving away. They're giving away burgers. They're giving away beers. They're giving away uh Tickets to um, the the Michigan Brewers Guild festivals that are coming up in the summer. I mean, some of the really some of the best events in Michigan beer, and Michigan's the number five state in the union for craft beer. I mean, it's huge. So they're doing all kinds of great giveaways. So tweet them at Bagger Dave's, and they will hook you up. I'm, I swear. All to God. right. Well, this is kind of our festival show. We talked about Saver. We're talking about Bagger Dave's. We're talking about the festival in Portland, Maine, and we'll be back in a few minutes with uh, Bill Herlicker from White Birch talking about a New Hampshire beer festival on Beer Sessions Radio. You're listening to Quitting Time by Pamela Royal on the Heritage Radio Network.org. Hey, welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. Uh, I'm Jimmy Ludwig from the Happy Hour Guys. Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's Number 43. Nice. And who else is here? Hi, Squig's here. And who else? Pedro. Pedro from Brazil. BR. <laughs> All right. And we've got a new guy hey, from Tim Portland. Tim Lynch. Just came in from Portland, Maine. All right. So we're talking about festivals. We talked about Saver. We talked about uh, the, the Happy Hour Guys summer tour. Yeah. And you know, the Happy Hour Guys, uh, the reason the show started is that we're both actors, right? And we were trying to figure out a way. How can we drink for free and get free T-shirts and free beer? And uh, so we started doing this show, and now it's a, it's kind of taken us over, and it's more about the show than it is about anything else. So you get free T-shirts? We though? get a lot of stuff. We get a lot of stuff. But I was actually just down doing a play in Baltimore, and Baltimore is home to uh, a, a brewery that a lot of people love called Brewer's Art. And I brought a real special bottle from them that I picked up a couple of days ago. Uh, Squigs and I did some drinking down there a couple of weeks ago. Just uh, a and, little. And this, yeah, and this is a triple that is uh, brewed with green peppercorns. Uh, it is a terrific, terrific beer. They do a lot of Belgian-inspired stuff there. And uh, What do you think, Jimmy? Cheers to that. It is good, and it's kind of peppery. Yeah, so uh, jumping up to New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. All right. Nice we've segue. Got, I'm not as smooth as you. We, we've got Bill Herlica. He's the founder and brewmaster at White Birch Brewing in Hooksit. 
New Hampshire, and we love his beers. We've had him on the show a few times. We've had his beer at Jimmy's number 43. Bill, uh, you're, you're hosting a, a beer festival in uh, New Hampshire in July 25th, 27th. So tell us about it. How are you? Uh, I'm good, Jimmy. Good to be back on the show. Um, yeah, this is our third year running the beer festival. Uh, Southern New Hampshire Brewers Festival. We have it at the brewery in the parking lot under a 60 by 100 foot tent. Just a, a great time. We invite uh, up to 22 breweries this year to join us. We have everyone from you know big guys like Stone, Firestone Walker, um, Oma Gang, on down to uh, brand new startups. You know the Nano breweries around New Hampshire and Massachusetts. All right. And everything in between. What about any other? The name of the festival is what? <laughs> Southern New Hampshire Brewers Festival. And what's the website? SNHBF.com. So you guys are so tight there in New Hampshire. He was like, it's what is it? S what? <laughs> what's the website? <laughs> S well, NHBF. I feel like I'm playing right. Scrabble all of a sudden. Wait a minute. <laughs> I have to I have to dig at you guys in New Hampshire because uh, you guys aren't making good beer. But but what other beers do you have uh, from New Hampshire at the festival besides besides well, White Birch? Sure, we have. Um, let me see. We have Canterbury Ales. We have Henniker. We have um, Smutty Nose. We've got. Um, I'm a fan of Smutty Nose. That's good. Hey, Bill. This is Jimmy. How good. you doing? Good. It's the you? other the other Jimmy. There's two of them today. Hey, that makes it easy. Or <laughs> really difficult. I got a question exactly. for you. Um, I had a question for you. Why, oh, I, you're you're from New Hampshire, or or no? Because you, uh, you, I detect a southern drawl. It sounds like you're from Alabama. Can you tell me where you're from? Um, military brat. Uh-huh. I've been in New Hampshire for much as I hate to say it, twenty eight years. Wow, <laughs> nice, cool. So, and what do you what yeah. do you guys what are you guys putting together for this festival? What are you brewing? You doing anything special? Oh, absolutely. Um, for the uh, night before Brewer's Dinner, I had uh, Chef Hennessy and Will over. We brewed a uh, a Belgian single, and it's aging right now on black birch. Ooh. Well, that yeah. sounds terrific. Have, Jimmy, have uh, you had any of the white birch beers? I really, you know, I've had one, and it, all I wanted was more after I'd had it. So, and I am just, I'm, ex- this, that, Sounds really amazing, Bill. Bill, yeah. tell, tell us about how your your brewery operations have evolved. Because when, when I first met you, you're you're mostly serving bottle condition, stronger ales, um, and and so what's changed? In the, you've been open what three years now? No, we celebrate our fourth anniversary wow. on uh, the twenty eighth. We got a big party at the brewery. Um, you know, we've gone from making everything by hand, where I did everything. Um. You know, deliveries, sweep floors, brew the beer, cap, label by hand. Um, last year, we did a major investment in the brewery. We're a seven-barrel brew house. Um, we're 15% automated. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Does, does that mean that there's a, uh, like, do you hire a monkey <laughs> or, like, a, a, a horse? Do you bring in barn animals? No. Actually, we feed a hell of a lot of dairy cows. Um, <laughs> nice. But, uh, no, um, we, we installed a 15-barrel bright tank last year wow. uh, in September. That lets us ferment, I mean, um, uh, force carbonate 
one batch or two batches at a time. Um, and that we use with our uh, bottling machine and uh, labeler. Um, we don't have any of those boxers or box palletizers or box assemblers or anything like that. So, um, you know, the, the grain is still mashed in by hand, mixed by hand, taken out by hand. I've seen some automated setups where guys push a button. They're like, see this? All the grain's in the dump truck over there. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> but uh, we earn our beer for lunch, you know? Nice. You work off those calories. That's that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Sure. What, what about tickets for the, what about tickets for the a, festival? Uh, Belgian wheat wine. Ooh, that sounds terrific. Hey, Bill, i got a question for you. What about tickets for the festival? What are they going for? Tickets are $45 for general admission, 60 for VIP. Uh-huh. The VIP gets you an extra hour. We cap it at 200 people. Would you gotta, do you have the, a special set of tickets here for anybody who calls in here to Beer Sessions Radio? Good idea. Maybe yeah. a couple of freebies? What do you think? No. I don't mean to put you on the spot or anything, but... Uh, what kind of I'll festival is this, Bill? <laughs> Bill, you have 200 tickets. Bill, you got to sell more than 200 tickets. Come on. BR, at the Festival in Portland, Maine, how many tickets are you selling? You know, that's a pretty good question. <laughs> Take a guess, BR. Yeah. I mean, we would like Three. to keep it small. We don't want it to be 500. overcrowded. Um, I would maybe per session, something like that, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. So, so 200 people sounds like a nice I, I, festival. But, Bill, can't you guys go up to 300? Well, that's the VIP section. Oh, it's the, only the VIP. It's the VIP. That's the extra hour. I and missed then there, it. There are more. There's general admission. Yeah. You were soaking up beer with your paper. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, you know, you're on the phone. You have no idea what we're doing in this room. Right now. <laughs> I'm imagining. Wow. Bill, it sounds like this festival is going to be absolutely terrific, absolutely. man. Beautiful yeah. part of the country. Oh, yeah. Well, check this out. We Everything's included. There's no drink tickets. There's no food tickets. I buy all the beer. I buy all the food. We have what, water bottles, water stations, real glassware to be served beer in. And if you want 10... You know, pulled pork tacos, we cook it on site. There's no canned crap. Well, that sounds incredibly civilized, stuff. Bill. That sounds amazing. I love it. It's fantastic. I don't know why I'm talking in an accent, but I just you said civilized, so I decided to start talking as a British person. Where did Jimmy go? I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Bill. How many people you got in there? <laughs> well, you know, All of them are in Jimmy's it's, head. It's the bro- Bill, it's the Broadway <laughs> they let the actors in, man. Everything goes downhill after that. So they just pretend they're beer guys. Uh huh. We're acting. Right. <laughs> you know, one of the things I think is going to be a blast on Saturday, aside from the fact that we've got a cigar tent, too, we brought what, the guys what, what, from Iraq to Massachusetts up, and they're going to be running uh, spillage. Wow. You know, hardcore like they do down at the uh, Cast Fest in Massachusetts. Wow. I think that's going to be a real treat for people up here. In fact, um, we've demand for the Berliner Weiss has been so far beyond anything I expected. We've got a couple more in the tanks right now, and we're going to do a cask of Berliner Weiss with New Hampshire blueberries. Squigs, if we start driving now, I'm sure we can get there in <laughs> at least five days. I can promise you it's probably only a – on the right roads, it's probably a five-hour drive from New York City. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's southern wow. New Hampshire. And if, yeah. you're in, you know, if you're in New England, it's closer. So. You guys might have yeah, a hard time keeping people away is what I'm thinking. This sounds amazing. It really does. Well, we've sold out two years in a row, and last year we turned away 80 people. Bill, um, jump off the We fest- have a max tick count, and when we hit it, we hit it. 
Bill, um, Bill, hold on. I'm, Bill, I'm, Bill, I'm, last thing. We're going to cut out a minute. Tell me that when you got started, and I, I love your beers, tell me three of your favorite beers that inspired you when you were just starting to brew. Oh, boy. Um, when I first started brewing uh, in 94, the Chimay stuff, yeah. that just blew me away. Um, Guinness Extra Stout, I'm like, holy crap, this is black. This is awesome. Why isn't everyone drinking this stuff? <laughs> so, you know, I, I just started doing that. And then uh, second year that Allagash was open, I went up, I visited. There's Rob Todd. And he's like, yeah, I'm a full-time guy. There's my sales guy, and we have a part-time office person. Everything was in one warehouse. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. You know, it just, it's a passion. Nice. Well, good for All you, right. man. Hey, are you going to go to the festival in Portland, Maine, Bill, this weekend? Um, we're not doing the festival, but in September we're coming up for a really cool one that Mac is running. What's that? Portland Beer Festival. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Very nice. cool. Bill, Very cool. it's great having you on the phone. Listen, we're going we're gonna to keep chatting, so stay on the line with us, but... We're going we're to just go off on a side tangent right now. So, Jimmy. We tend to do that Tell a lot us about right this, the Southern New Hampshire Beer Fest. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell Where'd you. Where'd you every, go to this? I'm going to tell you everything about that I know about the Southern New Hampshire Beer Festival. I, I heard something just now about a cigar tent. Bill, can you elaborate on that? Yeah. Um, I love a good cigar. And we have this uh, great shop in town called Twin Smoke Shop. They've uh, brought back the 724 line. And um, the guys are just great guys. Um, Kurt's a, a hot rod fan. He's got you know a Mustang GT350 amongst various other old iron. So I, I said, you guys want to put come up and uh, bring the cigars and let's let's do this upright. And they were on board. And what we I found just, is I'm just uh, curious what what do what do like Mustangs have to do with cigars? I'm I'm confused there, it's, but it's okay. Just tell no, me about cigars. No, it sounds awesome. That sounds great. <laughs> way cool, way cool. Way. All right, listen, hey Bill, thanks for coming on, man. We're gonna take a short break. We're gonna come back in a few minutes and talk more about uh, beer sessions, radio, and other things. All right, cheers, bye. You're listening to Favorite Flower by Pamela Royal. Stay tuned for more beer sessions, everybody. So, you like good beer. Whether you're a craft beer pro or just had your first sip of an IPA, GreatBrewers.com is your number one beer resource on the internet. GreatBrewers.com bridges the gap between the world's great brewers and the consumers who enjoy their products. With so much information and misinformation out there, GreatBrewers.com focuses on education and leaves no stone unturned. Take the Great Beer Test on their website and browse through an extensive product catalog. Download their mobile beer cloud app, which includes a GPS beer finder, a beer sommelier, and descriptions for over 5,000 different brews. What are you waiting for? Back up that passion for craft beer with some solid information and education. 
Visit greatbrewers.com today. Hey, welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio. I'm Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's Number 43. And I'm Jimmy Ludwig from the Happy Hour Guys. Heck yeah, and who else? Squigs from the Squigs, Happy Hour Squigs, all right. And before we get to everybody else, I'm going to tell you about our sponsors, greatbrewers.com. But we're out at Roberta's in Bushwick. We're out here every Tuesday, 5 to 6 p.m. And you can listen to us on uh, archives on heritageradionetwork.org and on iTunes. And uh, don't forget to become a member if, if you like listening to us. Go to heritageradionetwork.org and... Uh, Become a member, and there's a lot of benefits, but it also it keeps this network going. There's some great new interns. You get Eddie, and you get Justin, and, and a lot of cool people that are working here in addition to uh, our regular staff. So we, we love being on this network, and we want it to keep growing and thriving. Mm-hmm. And again, thanks, Roberta's in Bushwick. for uh, If you go, ever go to Re- Roberta's in Bushwick, come in the backyard to see a little sound studio in a shipping container, and uh, we're here. We're drinking beer. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about festivals. We had Saver in New York. Uh, there's going to be the Southern New Hampshire Beer Brew Fest in uh, New Hampshire with Bill Herlicker from White Birch. You guys are going out to uh, we're going Dave out, and actually, Busters. I didn't tell you. I didn't What's tell you the name. Again? I didn't tell Bagger you the Dave's. name of this tour. It's, it's Bagger Dave's, but they're they're uh, we're we're hitting three different parts. Isn't it of, Dave and Busters? It's da- <laughs> no Bagger Dave's, uh, but we're hitting three different places. They're calling it the Beer Muda Triangle. Tour. <laughs> Beer Muda. Triangle. Beer. You no, know, there's Muda a place Triangle. in the East Village called the Brew Muda Triangle. You know what that is? Is that right? I didn't know that. It's Burp Castle. Standings at Jimmy's number forty-three. <laughs> oh. That is a that is. You that guys is are stealing street. stealing my uh, tagline. <laughs> All right, I, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. So let's go up to, back to up to Portland, Maine. Uh, Br, you guys, Shelton Brothers, and twelve percent. It's probably one of the cooler. Like I think this. What we're seeing is these really interesting specialty beer festivals. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Southern New Hampshire Fest sounds great, you know. And now, the, and the, this is the second year for the festival. Um, we've got a buddy here, Tim Lynch. He, he just moved to Portland, Maine. Tim, why don't you just give us, a, tell us about a couple of uh, Portland area beer breweries or bars that you like. So as our friends go up this weekend, where would you hang out in Portland if you like beer? Oh, that's a tough one. I just got there, and I'm uh, still exploring. But uh, they got a lot of great beer up there. you got Allagash, you got Shipyard, Casco Bay Brewing, and uh, Gritty McDuff's, which is uh, looks like a cool place. I uh, been in there a handful of times, and it's always packed whenever I go past. So, is that a real place, Grady McDuff's? It, it sure is. is. It's, a real, is it? it's a real brewery, and there's a great bar up there called uh, the Great Lost Bear. If you've ever been up there, it is a terrific, terrific bar. So you're saying you just go into the breweries and they have tasting rooms? Uh, Shipyards does, and uh, but I've been to a lot of pubs. The restaurant scene is fantastic up there. There's a lot of great places, and they've got uh, a lot of. Unique food, and they do a lot of good sampling and, and so pairing with the beers. What are some of the restaurants that you like in Portland? Oh, boy. Because all our Where listeners are going start? up there this weekend. Are they? Give all us right. five, Tim. Five, five restaurants. Here we go. One, two, get, three, four, five. Okay. On, Make it happen. Come on. on. Spot. Yep. I do feel like I'm on the spot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, how about, uh, can I start at a bakery? That's I guess that's too early in the morning. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> oldest, sure. it's the second oldest profession. Come on. Excellent. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Uh, I would definitely go to Standard Bakery right on Commercial Street in downtown Portland. And then uh, beyond that, Flatbread uh, Pizza – uh, is right downtown. There's a new place called Infinity Brewing and Distillery where they're brewing and distilling right on that uh, location on Commercial Street on the south side. Uh, Gritty McDuff's. Um, and it, what is that? Is that a brew pub or a pub or what? Uh, that's a um, it's a brew pub. 
you know, they've got uh, pretty decent food, and they've got, uh, you know, the whole facilities right there, right behind glassed, uh, glassed-in rooms. People are busy working. It's a great location. They got a lot of lobster up there. Lobster, a lot yeah. of lobster. <laughs> That's exactly what they sound like up there too. It is. I'm actually very excited. We're going to have a food truck. One of the food trucks we'll have at the festival is called Bite Me Maine. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and they they have award winning lobster rolls. So we'll have the lobster rolls. The lobster. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, aside from, I'm excited to try out Infinity that you had mentioned because that I has that's new since I was last in Portland. I know we're going to be having some events there. We'll have special uh, or special drafts there. Uh, Novara Rest is also a wonderful, wonderful um, d- in downtown uh, downtown Portland, a wonderful bar. Um, and then there's yeah, that. And you want to Otto's Pizza? Oh we yeah, love that. and you want to take as many opportunities as you can to pair beer with food, right? Because beer yes. pairs with food better than wine does. Yes, and uh, Jimmy has a uh, good tradition, and Jimmy's number forty-three of lap of uh, oysters on Thursdays, and uh, uh, Eventide is a uh, great place for oysters and good beer pairing. Oh, there, there you go. There you All go. Right. Nice. And Eventide is right next to where the the Portland Yacht Services, where we'll be having the festival. And how do we get tickets to the festival? Uh, it's there was an Eventbrite site which uh, I don't remember the exact address. It's easiest to go to uh, the-festival.us, and then that'll take you to a link to I believe. Uh, like I say, it's, I think Saturday day is sold out, but Friday night and Saturday night sessions are still available. These websites very cool. are so complicated. I want to talk to someone from Brazil. I just <laughs> yeah, go to Pedro. Brazil, and then everyone <laughs> knows where it is. So Pedro, tell us your the best experiences you've had in America. Uh, beer, for for instance. So what what yeah. beers do you like? <laughs> it's hard to choose, man. Every time I came here, it, uh, there's so many different options of uh, new breweries or new labels. In Brazil, we got stuck with the pretty much the same guys all over. Now it's uh, getting better, but every time I got here, I feel like I'm in Disneyland. Every single pub that have at least 14 uh, taps in Brazil, the the one in Rio actually, the one we have most, it's the only 20. How about this? What's the worst beer in Brazil? Uh, it's hard to say. I would say Schincariol. And uh, I hope there's no Brazilian what guys it? Stink, listening. Stinkaro? Schincariol? Stinky Cariol. They just, <laughs> uh, it's uh, actually used to be the, the worst Brazilian factory, I would say, brewer. But they just got bought by Kirin. It didn't really? get better at all. So, but it, just got bought by Kirin. But Kirin, yeah. Wow. What's, what's another really bad Brazilian brewery? <laughs> uh, man, I work with so beer down there. It's, it's kind of tricky. We can't knock the American breweries. We have to knock the <laughs> Yeah, but most of the Latin American light lagers, they, they don't taste like nothing. But, I mean, you have to see that Brazil, uh, at least Rio, it's hot as hell. So uh, people won't go to the beach and drink IPAs yeah. for the entire day. So they need something very... I would. Tasteless. I would also, but most of the... Do you know what I don't. drank on, on 4th of July last year? I had a little party in my backyard. I had Einbecker Maibach. So it was a 6% kind of spring bock from a nice brewery in Germany. And I figured if I, if I got it really cold, it would have enough flavor and be refreshing. And I, and I, and I made it stay cold, by I poured one bottle into like three cups at a time. Whoa. So we only drank one <laughs> bottle at a time. Uh-huh. So it was super cold. And that was the best beer I ever had on the 4th of July. Says it's coming up, you know. So yep. I, th- I think there's room to grow. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with drinking a slightly stronger beer or a more flavorful beer when it's really hot out. No, more flavorful. Yeah, for sure. I don't think there's anything wrong with preparing yourself for the hot weather and like thinking, "Hey, I'm going to have this beer, this beer, and this beer." Getting yourself ready. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean, at, at the festival, going back to Portland now. In Portland, let, let's just say it gets really hot this weekend. They're on the beach. What, what are some beers that you might like to drink? You know, in a beach, a beach seaside community that aren't just lagers. 
You mean that that are at the festival or just in general? Well, beers from your portfolio that that you could well, you I mean, could drink in the summer, like Yvonne summer beers. from De La Seine is all about the very flavorful lower ABV beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so any of you know, sort of the, the Tyrus Bulba, the Zinnabier. Um, then also we, we're bringing in the Rittergut's Gosa, which is you know low ABV Gosa. Uh, Mikeler has got his drinking in the sun, which every year goes lower and lower in ABV. I believe last year was two point eight, and this year I heard it's under one percent. They've gotten it down. Wow. Serious. So we, yeah. we, wow. we've seen. So we have seen beers. I like session beers with a lot of flavor, and they're very refreshing. And you're right. This Taurus Bulba, it's like four point two percent. Is dry hopped, and there's this uh, beer from Spain that's like 2.9%. I have to give a little shout-out to... The Reiner uh, or something. Yeah, the Gino Reiner. Gino yeah. Reiner, that's two point, and that's from Spain. So That's so cool. I, a, to, I think there's a lot of room to make beers that are refreshing. I even like dark... I found a lot of you know, 4.4% dark beers or black beers. I, I, don't, I think that there's a lot of room to, to, to keep it refreshing in a, in a warm country like Brazil. So Absolutely. I know you're working on it, too. Because you, you <laughs> lied to me. You, you say, maybe you don't know that he, he has to learn more English because he says he's a home brewer. Then you show me pictures of this, like, giant brewery that you're making beer in. No, but I mean... It's, but you're it's more a, than a uh, home brewer. I'm together with a three friend of mine. So we develop a recipe, and we are starting to prepare in a large scale. It's not finished yet, so, but uh, we are thinking about uh, getting inside the market. So uh, there's a lot of bars in Rio. I know most of the players, so there is space for everybody. So uh, we are making an oatmeal chocolate stout now. It tastes very good, and it's not a summer beer, if you would say that, but anyway. Everything's so, a summer beer. Yeah, man, at beer, it's, it's uh, for every weather. But <laughs> well, we have a very good uh, black IPA from a friend of mine. Mm. And, uh, man, it's perfect. 40 degrees in your, high, in your head, and you keep drinking that for the entire day. So oh, it's great. just a matter of changing the people's minds. We are used to, not we, but most of Brazilians are used to very light beer. Now we have uh, zero tolerance uh, driving law. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch a book, and we've talked about it a few times. Tom Acatelli, he's a writer, a friend. He, his book is out. It's called The Audacity of Hops. Mm. If you haven't got it, you should get it. Great book. And in America in the 80s, the number one and number two beers, it was like Bud Light and Miller Light. And everyone thought the same thing, that people would only drink that. But the pioneers in craft beer, they, they fought through it. And look at look at what we're doing today. It's the same thing in Brazil. I don't think it's the weather as much because there's people in Florida that are making craft beer. There's people in Texas that are making craft beer. People, in, One of the top American craft beer cities is San Diego, mm-hmm. which is pretty nice. It's like beach and outdoor. And they drink IPAs all yep. the time. Yeah. You know, Stone, Green West Flash. West Coast IPA, that's where so, it's So, hey, guess what? You're doing the right thing, and I think Brazil is open for craft beers. Yeah. And we're going to go down there. I hope so. But you have to help invite, invite us. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy's number 43 We need a trip. South. We need a trip to, to uh, some country. When we first opened one of our first shows, we got in trouble because we talked to a rep from Stone, and we said, you know what? We're, we're, you got San Diego Beer Week coming. Why don't you send us out there? And uh, it, the rep at the time said he got in trouble from, from Greg Cook. And said, I'm sorry, Greg, but we, we weren't trying to, like, squeeze your dime, but why not send us out to your beer fest? So we're going to Brazil. How about that? I hope so. I'll put it out, right. You put it out there and make it happen. That's okay? right. That's right. Speak it out loud, man. Yeah. Speak it out loud. And then we could do Dave, Bu- Dave and Busters with you guys in Michigan. <laughs> Bagger, Bagger Daves. Daves. Yeah. I have to say one thing that we're really excited about, we were talking about it before, is that the, the pendulum swinging back to these great session beers, low ABV beers. We were just down, I was just down doing a couple plays in Baltimore, you know, the acting thing again, and, and it was great, but we, we we shot an episode at a little brewery down there called Union Brewing, Union Craft Brewing, and they found, this is so cool, it's one of the things I love about craft beer, they found an old recipe book that a brewer in Baltimore, pre-prohibition, had put together. 
and they opened this thing up, and it had a barley vice in it, all barley uh, instead of wheat, and they brewed it up as a sour, and it's 2.9%, and it's awesome. It's so flavorful and tasty, and 2.9%. You could drink it all day, and it's like fantastic. That. So Hey, well, beer, um, you know, tonight we're going to do a tasting with, with Mars, and Joel Shelton's coming. Yep, with, and, in his lederhosen. In his lederhosen. Uh, He's ladies, representing Stefan from Mars. The, yeah, but, um, I'm wearing lederhosen. I know right we'll now. have six Mars beers. <laughs> and w- I had an eye-opening experience last year, guys. Listen up. Stefan from Mars led a tasting. And, you know, the, the progression of the beers was very interesting because he started with what, the Weiss beer and a, ba- a Weiss Bach and Bach. And then he went into, uh, they have a beer called Licht, L-I-C-H-T-E, that's Excuse only 2.9%, ah. but it has a little bit of hoppiness. So going from, like, the, the wheat beers and the Bach, it didn't matter the strength of the beer. The point was once I, w- I had that Licht of beer that was only 2.9%, it was so hoppy, the hops exploded in my mouth. And I was like, it, it, it's great to, to taste with the brewers, and I, that's what I recommend. But wh- what beer are we drinking right now? This one is, this the, is a really the Mars beer. Hell, uh, the Bavarian-style Hellas, and this one I think is only about 4.9%. So, yeah. Stop swearing on the radio. <laughs> it's uh, fair, fairly fairly sessionable. But, yeah, I mean, they do a lot of their beers are lower in ABV. Tonight we'll be doing the, the Pils, the Hell, um, the Ungespundet, which say can we again. say that now? Bless you, God bless you, yeah. uh, and also the Gingerbach, which I believe we we had uh, we had a keg of that a uh, few weeks ago at Jimmy's, and this is uh, sort of the yeah. I had it last night. We tapped it, but you know, let's talk about Bach because the, these German styles talking about Brazil, yep. they're so interesting. I mean, you've got just in, in these lighter lagers, you got the Pils, the Hell, the Lichter, the Ungespundet, and um, then you also have Box. And everyone, th- I always think that Box dark. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on if it's a Maybach or a traditional Bach. Yeah. The Maybachs are going to be lighter. And now you're finding Bachs that can range anywhere from being a really deep amber color to a very golden color, even if they're not a Maybach. Uh, so that's sort of been changing. So then uh, it's, it's the double box that are darker usually. And the double box are definitely darker, yeah. Hmm. And, but Mars, I mean, it's a you know, family-run brewery since about 1670 uh, in Bamberg. And interestingly enough, I mean, Bamberg is known for being the home of rauch beer, the smoke beers. Oh, uh, the Bayerman yeah. malting is there. When you take the train in, you can smell the malt being kilned. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. You open up the windows like, oh, my God, it's beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I do uh, that they, all the time. They don't, the, they're in the, the one, one of the few breweries in the town of Bamberg that does not make a rauch beer. Uh, all of their beers are, are, are more, a little bit more... Uh, well, none of them are smoked, but uh, you know, like I said, they've got the unfiltered ones. They're unpasteurized, so very, very fresh, uh, and they evolve in the bottle as well because they've got Amazing. the live yeast cultures in there. Amazing, Jimmy. I got a question for you. How do you like okay. my later hosen? Do they look good on me? I do. You, you like this? Is it yeah. the, is it my color? Pink is not usually my color. <laughs> do, do you know there's a secret of later hosen that Stefan from Mars showed me last year? And I'll let you tell okay. that story. This is a good story. <laughs> and it hopefully is listening. So in, in later hosing, you don't have zippers and buttons and all that stuff. So you have to kind of stand up and kind of unbutton it from the top and kind of just drop the front of it. Kind of like a pair of overalls. Uh-huh. So it's like you got to get out of your overalls. Right. To, to, you got to do some work. Yeah. Yeah. To do the business. So, but. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no like escape hatch in the back or anything? You know Nothing what? Like that, that? We're going to say that for the next show. I think that's a video. That's that's for your video. Happy hour, guys. You that, should just think about Jimmy Ludwig that, getting that, into a pair of later hoses and having to go to the bathroom at a beer festival. And that video will get taken down immediately. Yeah. Yes. But right. for a moment, while it's still up. Yeah. 
That'll we'll be a good times. Laughs. Yes. Good times. You, you guys are awesome. Thanks for coming in. There's a lot of things going on in New York, but but there's so many festivals. We'll run through them more time. It's the Southern New Hampshire Brew Fest is coming up in July, mm-hmm. but this weekend it's the festival. Shelton Brothers and Twelve Percent up in Portland, Maine. The Beer Muta Triangle Tour in Michigan with Dave and Bo- uh, no Bagger <laughs> Dave's. Bagger Dave's. <laughs> and we got Happy Hour guys. So. You, we can get your shows all the time. You have new yeah, shows coming iTunes, out. iTunes, uh, Blip TV, YouTube, we're all over the place. So at, at Happy Hour, thehappyhourguys.com. Yep, thehappyhourguys.com or at Happy Hour Guys on Twitter. All right. Yeah. Well, let's do, we'll do a quick run through everything else. I'd like to thank our sponsors at greatbrewers.com. who have helped to bring this podcast to you tonight. Beer Sessions Radio is supported by the Good Beer Seal. If you like this podcast, give us a good review on iTunes, too. And thanks to BR, Jimmy Ludwig, uh, Squigs, uh, Bill Herlica. we got Pedro from Brazil. And Tim Lynch from Portland. Thanks for joining me on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jimmy Carboni. Thanks to our producers, Jack Inslee and Brie O'Connor, engineer Joe Galarraga, Eddie in the studio, and uh, Justin Kennedy, our intern tonight. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Beer Sessions Radio. All right. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.